Hello, hello, testing, testing, one, two, three. So, hi guys, what's up? So before I get started, like I always say, make sure you follow me on my Instagram at CupcakeXOXOHAN. So for today's podcast, we are going to be talking about bullying. So I have a special guest with me for this podcast. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Ben. I've been on the YouTube channel before and now I'm here too. Yes. So he's been on my YouTube channel. So um, if you're from my YouTube channel, then welcome. And if you don't know what my YouTube channel is, it is S-H-A-N-I-A Entertainment, Shania Entertainment. So so like I said, we are going to be talking about our experience with bullying. So I've been bullied my whole life, basically. Um, School was very rough for me growing up. I never really had a lot of friends, Um, so making friends was always really hard for me. If you have not heard in my other podcast, I talked about it a lot. Um, Kids were very mean to me. They would pick on me. Um, Growing up, I had really bad acne, so (laughs) that was like, that that time was horrible for me. They would pick on me because I had bad acne. And also, I was a special ed student. So I was very, very different. And that was like their main target for me. Um, so yeah, that wasn't very fun. Do you have anything to say? Well, um, I mean, I guess I... I was a special ed student too, I think. Um, I had like the, the resource class instead of like the study hall, which everyone had, oh, really? you know, throughout, throughout school uh, and an individualized Ooh. education plan uh, and all that stuff because I had been diagnosed with ADD as a kid. Um, and I actually happen to think that I was misdiagnosed because I was medicated for a while and the medication for me uh I was on Ritalin, uh, and I'm told that it was um, a small dose, but at the time it had me acting like a little cokehead. I don't know mm-hmm. if that. Um, so I was like clenching my fists a lot and chewing on my shirts and stuff like that. Um, and I don't, I don't really think that I have ADD. I think I was misdiagnosed actually. Um, but yeah, and and because of that, I had the whole IEP and the resource yeah. thing and stuff like that. Um, and that really didn't factor into any bullying that I received. I think I had said that I, I, there were really only a couple people who tried to bully me throughout my childhood. Um, and I don't think that I handled those situations well. Why? Um, so in both scenarios, I ended the bullying. I didn't. I didn't have to go through it too quickly, um, or I didn't have to go through it for too long, rather. Um, I ended it somewhat quickly. Uh, and in both instances, I stopped it by essentially making threats, by threatening the person who was bullying me. And I don't think that that's really the best way to handle those situations. Mm. Well, sometimes to get a bully off your back, you kind of have to like be aggressive to the bully, stand up for yourself. Because in my case, I was getting bullied for a really long time because I didn't know how to 
say something. I was too afraid. I didn't know how to stand up for myself. Um, I didn't have that courage in me to do that. I was just always letting the bully just like bully me. Um, so it went on for a very, very long time. And do I think if I would have said something, if I would have stood up for myself, would they had stopped? Um, maybe because then maybe if I would have said something, they would have been like, wow, okay, she, she's saying something, you know, so maybe let me back off a little bit, but I don't know because I just, I never did that. Like I would just be too afraid to do anything. I think there are two ways to look at this really. Um, I think that, I mean, some people pride themselves on being able to handle a situation on their own like that. Um, and there's something to be said about um, not necessarily causing trouble where it doesn't exist, but when you're on the receiving end of that kind of harassment, um, I think it's probably worth getting other people involved who can, who can really step in and handle it. Because um, like I said, I don't think what I did though it may have worked the way I wanted it to in the time, I, I don't think it would necessarily work that way for everybody in every scenario. And I don't think that what I did was particularly smart. Um, because if it had just continued, you know, then all of a sudden either my threats are empty and I become more of a target or I have to act on what I said I might do, and that would be even worse. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, with me, my bullying, like, like I said, it went on for years. Um, it started around fourth grade. Well, not even, because actually, no, it started in third grade, because I moved around a lot. Um, from the Bronx to Poughkeepsie, uh, it's like an hour and a half right away from here. Um, yeah, I moved around a lot. So in third grade, I was still where I'm at now. And, um, school was really rough over here actually. And I don't doubt that like now, like it's very rough over here. Like kids would make fun of me, um, in third grade, like, how do they even know that? How do they know bullying in third grade? I feel like kids that age shouldn't know that. They shouldn't know violence. They shouldn't know any of that stuff. It's crazy. I mean, what do you think? Like, third graders bullying people? That's so insane. I think that one of the things that you have to take into account is the fact that some of these kids are experiencing that kind of stuff at home as okay, well. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so really they're just repeating what they're seeing at home. And so the kids who are most violent at that age, um, are probably the ones who uh, are, are experiencing that kind of thing when they go home as well. And they're just taking it out on other people because they're, they're receiving it. Now that's not to say that that's always the case. Um, there are some people who are just pricks. You know, for oh lack of God. a better term, uh, for lack of a better word, I guess I, I could have been more um, elegant. But uh, there's some yeah, they're just mean. yeah. There's people that are just bitches. Okay, okay, bitches. 
<laughs> bitches and dicks because guys would bully me. <laughs> and it's so weird, you know, because it's like now looking back, like guys want to talk to me, but they were the ones that were bullying me and throwing stuff at me and, you know, calling me names and sluts and all this like terrible things. It's like, seriously, like third graders bullying someone. I feel like at that age, you shouldn't be, that shouldn't even like, I, I don't even know. Cause me, I never bullied anyone. I was never the bully. I always got bullied. <laughs> um, I yeah. picked on kids sometimes. <gasps> really? Yeah. What the heck? Oh my God. Um, so, and I'm not, obviously I'm not proud of this now, mm -hmm. um, but there were instances where I would join in with friends who were picking on kids and oh, I would dude. make fun of them too. And I but why do you think you did that? Was, was it to like fit in with your friends? Yeah. I mean, basically that's why, you know, you want to be part of the group. You don't want to be left out. You don't want to be targeted, you know, among them. You don't want to move from the person who is doing the, bullying and being part of the crowd to, you know, the person who's being made fun of all of a sudden. So it's hard to stand up. It's a lot easier to, you know, just join in. Right. Um, but how did you feel when you were doing that? I mean, it I don't want to say that I, you know, it, in the moment, it can feel good um, because you're getting along with people and you're, you know, kind of, it can feel good in the moment. But when you reflect on it later, like I said, it's not something I'm proud of now. So it's not something that, you know. Well, I can understand that because, I mean, I know. I never been a bully, but I mean, now I wouldn't say that I would bully someone just to be friends with someone or to make someone like me. Or I don't know, but I mean, I can understand that a little bit, a little, but I don't know. Um, I. Yeah, I, I, I would never, like, I I couldn't. Because the pain that it causes someone, even just for a slight moment, like, like you said, yeah, it felt good in the moment. But then when you think about it, it's like. And it doesn't always feel good in the moment either. Like, I'll, I'll tell you a story. Okay. I'll, I'll try to make it quick because I have a tendency to ramble on. <laughs> Um, but just a little bit of context and then I'll go into it as quickly as I can. And I'm not going to say any names either, um, because I don't think that that would be fair. It's probably not a good thing. Right. So we'll, we'll, we'll censor the names. Um, but when I was in, I guess you'd call it middle schools, seventh and eighth grade, there were field trips that, um, were very, uh, I guess, well known within our school system. Um, because they were overnight field trips and, you know, it was really one of the first instances where you would have where you would get to spend time uh, away from your parents, away from a parental setting for the most part. And so in seventh grade, they would take us to Boston and uh, we would spend a night in a hotel and then the next day come back uh, at the end of the day 
doing a bunch of sightseeing and stuff in, you know, Boston's historic areas. And then there was another trip that we would go the next year in eighth grade um, to Washington, D.C. Uh, and that one had two overnights, so there would be two nights. And the first night, the first trip for Boston, I stayed with a bunch of my friends uh, and we got really rowdy and we got in trouble. <laughs> and, and the second uh, the second trip to Washington, D.C., I was approached by one of the members of the faculty or one of the teachers or something, and they said, so there's this kid who gets picked on a lot and gets bullied, mm-hmm. um, and nobody wants to be in his room, uh, so we want you to be in his room. Oh uh, and They said you? Only you? Yeah. They came up to me and they said, we want you to be in this room. Uh, with him and you know there's a benefit to it you guys won't have to share beds because we had to share beds uh in the other you know they would put four or five people in a room and there were only two queen size beds so you'd have two kids in a bed and you know if they needed they'd bring in a cot or something and uh so they were like you wouldn't have to share a bed and I was like yeah but I kind of want to you know I, I want to stay with my friends and they were like all right well we're not really giving you a choice so I was like okay so I guess I'm staying with this kid um and we we got there, we got into the rooms after a day of sightseeing and after they had split us up into different groups and, and stuff like that. And we got into the room at the end of the night and um, I remember he didn't want to take a shower and I was like, you have to take a shower. I made him take a shower because I was like, I'm, I'm not going to like be smelling you. You don't want to take a shower? Yeah, I, he, he said he said he was like, I don't feel like I'm too dirty. I was like, no, you should take a shower. I don't want to be like smelling you all day and stuff like that. Um, and then I remember going to sleep. We were watching TV. You know, they gave us TVs and the uh, TVs had HBO, which was very exciting because I, I turned it on and they had, they had a program called G-String Divas. <laughs> and... And I was, you know, a, a kid who was like 13 years old at the time. So I was going yeah. through puberty and, and hormones and stuff like that. And he didn't want to watch it. And I was like, listen, we have to watch this. I, because even if you're not interested in it, even if that isn't something that interests you right now, you're going to get made fun of a lot for not watching this because we've discovered it. And I guarantee you, everybody else has discovered this as well. Everyone that we're going to be hanging out with, and they're all going to be asking about if we saw it and if we watched it. And if the answer is no, we're going to get made fun of a lot. So I don't care what you want to watch. This is what we're watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, 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 you know, we watched the program and then in the morning I made him take a shower and we kind of like talked a little bit and we had some connections and he complained about the fact that he got made fun of and bullied a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do this thing where I always try to fix things. And I know that that's a problem. I don't, I shouldn't do that. It's better to just listen. Sometimes that's all people want. I know, but I'm always trying to fix things. So, you know, that's why I was doing these things. I was like telling him, you know, you can, you can be more socially acceptable. You can be, more outgoing you can be i guess cooler for lack of a better word and improve your social standings like and i was trying to give him advice on how to do that and and that kind of stuff and then long story short because i'm already rambling again you know (laughs) um 
there uh, after we came back from the trip, I was hanging out with another friend of mine, and I told him about. He was like, "Oh, it sucks that you were forced to stay with this kid." Uh, you know, on the trip. And I was like, eh, you know, it wasn't really that bad. He wasn't terrible. He did everything I told him to. And like, you know, I was trying to give him advice on how to be cooler, you know? And he was like, oh, wow. You know, we didn't really think much of it. But then like the next day when we were at school, we were out on the playground or, uh, you know, playing basketball. And this kid, comes up and tries to play basketball with us. And the friend who I had told that to starts beating on him, just pushes him to the ground and throwing the basketball into his face over and over again and uses what I told him against him. Says you should have listened to Ben's advice. You should have, you know, he was trying to tell you how to be. And I was just like, Oh my God. So immediately I felt the repercussion in that scenario of my act, you know, like I thought, that it was just something, you know, I thought it was going to be harmless. And then, you know, this kid ended up taking a pretty serious beating. And that's a kid who, you know, throughout school, when we were in high school, um, and when I was in high school, you know, it was right after Columbine had happened. Um, and so a lot of people were worried about that kid in particular because everyone was starting to get worried about, like, school shootings and that kind of thing at that time. Um, and so there were a couple kids who was like, everybody knew, you know, they were, like, super bullied and, like, that it was a bad thing. And we were cognizant of the fact that there was a chance that an overbullied kid could come in and start shooting, which actually, you know, if you look at it statistically, that's not really what happens. So I don't want to, I don't want to say that that's like something that happens. I think there's like one or two instances in all of American history of a bullied person seeking revenge with a gun, like I mean, in a school setting. Really? You really? think so? Cause I think it happens a lot. No, no, I'm, I swear, you can look into it. There are literally only two instances in American history of that happening. It's usually, like, the Columbine situation, those kids weren't bullied. Those kids were bullies. And mm-hmm. they just, like, took it that far. Because recently, I think it, not, no, not last year. It was sometime, no, I think the year before last, it was in Florida, I think. Um, a guy, he was bullied in school and he I think he got expelled for some reason. I don't know. And then he came back and then he shot up everyone. He killed like 15, no, 17 people. Yeah. I Where think, was that? That was in Florida. Yeah. I think I know what you were talking about. I didn't. When did that happen? I didn't think that that kid was bullied. I heard I that he, he was, was expelled. Um, oh. but I didn't, I didn't think that he was bullied. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we can, and we can look into this. I don't want to take too much time, but I'm pretty sure that, so I just want to throw that out there, you know, that that's not typically what happens, that the epidemic of mass shootings is typically not a revenge based thing. It's not like, I just want to get that out there. No misinformation. I mean, maybe not, but I feel like sometimes it could be maybe like, um, okay. I mean, I'm not saying I would ever shoot up a school, but I was bullied severely like I was pushed into things I was threatened I had a fake Facebook page made of me people making up rumors saying that I was a slut that I slept with my family members which is insane that people could make that up kids are really freaking mean to me I would get pushed into lockers get my hair pulled get in gym class people would purposely throw things at me um 
I got tripped in the cafeteria. All my food went flying everywhere. It was bad. You know, it was really bad. I would get bullied on the bus. Everywhere I went, I would get bullied. I cannot escape it. Like, if I went to school, I would get bullied. No doubt about it. Okay, I had literally no friends in school. So, I mean, I'm not saying I would ever shoot up a school, but with that kind of suffering, I feel like if you keep taunting at a kid, I feel like they're like they're more likely to lash out like that. Like I could have shot up the school. So but. I think in reality, people who suffer bullying like that and abuse they are less likely to – and I'm not saying that self-defense doesn't happen and that revenge doesn't happen. But in those instances, it's typically a, a more personal thing where, you know, someone who is getting abused kills their abuser. Um, you know, that kind of thing does happen a lot. And, and like I was, you know, mentioning to you the other day, the laws in this state are actually really bad about that. And, and a lot of people who honestly – I would say we're only defending themselves end up in jail. And I think that's a real shame, but that's not really yeah. what we're talking about right now. That's a little beside the point. Um, like I said, I get distracted a lot. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, but so I don't know. Where was I going? I was saying that um, you, you had said that you could understand. I think, okay, so I think that in these instances where um, people are getting bullied on a larger scale like that, you know, maybe they're getting cyber bullied and like you were saying, you know, like someone made a fake Facebook. And so if they're getting cyber bullied and, you know, they're getting picked on at school and maybe they don't have a great home life either. And those people who you're saying you could see, you know, you push them to, I think that, and, and I'm pretty sure statistically we can look this up and and this, yeah, they're going to end up killing themselves. Yeah, actually that is true. I mean, yes, I feel like that's more likely too, because I hear a lot about like, okay, it's weird because when I was growing up, when I was getting bullied and stuff, um, Content warning on this one. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Well, listen, this podcast is a little graphic, you know. We're talking about all the feelings. So um <laughs> don't listen if you are uh triggered, but I say you should listen because this is really important. But anyways, what was I saying? I was saying right, okay, help me. I am forgetting what I was saying. <laughs> um, well, we were talking about, I was saying how I think it's more likely that people who are the recipients oh, yes. of bullies are suicide. Yes, okay. I, I kind of, yes, I kind of, I, I agree with that as well. Because when I was growing up, when I was getting bullied, okay, um, I like, I didn't have a plan to kill myself. Like I never had like an actual freaking plan, but I um I didn't really want to hurt anybody else. You know, I didn't really want to hurt anyone. That wasn't my idea. Like I feel like I wanted to hurt myself, but I didn't want to hurt anyone else. Um so also like I guess it's weird because also, when I was getting bullied and 
before my, like, I mean, I, I was still depressed, but I guess I didn't really know what was going on with me. Like, it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. I was depressed, but I wasn't, like, I didn't fully, like, grasp, like, why. I don't know. It's weird. Because <laughs> when I would hear of other people killing themselves, I'd be like, why? You know? <laughs> like, why? Why are they killing themselves? But it's so weird because, I mean, I was in that situation, too. Like, I was bullied, like, re- severely. I was, um, I mean, I didn't really have much of a good home life. Like, even coming home, it was still bad because I was really sheltered um, as a kid. So it was like I couldn't escape anywhere. Like, I didn't have a safe place. Like, school was terrible. Then coming home was terrible because, I mean, I was just trapped in my room all day. And the Internet, I was just stuck on the Internet. And I think that's why I'm pretty addicted now (laughs) because... (laughs) That was, like, my friend in a way. The internet was my friend. (laughs) So I made a lot of friends on the internet, too. Um, And this is, you know, when I had said that I I was in um, special needs classes, too, um, one of the things that they had always told me uh, was that I was never going to be good at reading. And as you, well, you guys can't see, but as you can see, I've got a lot of books around here. And I do a lot of reading these days. Um, and I think one of the things that got me uh, better at reading and into reading was the internet, was being on the internet. Um, and because I had, when I was growing up and younger, I didn't really have a lot of friends until, I had, I had a handful of friends, but I didn't have a lot of friends until high school when I started making more friends and then college when I really kind of came out of my shell. But... Um, when I, uh, when I was on the internet, you know, it was, it was easy to, I guess, pretend I was someone else, um, or, oh you know, or, or just I be felt. a lot more confident. <gasps> That's um, how I felt. Not necessarily lie about my identity, oh. but just act like a different person, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. I understand that because the internet that was my chance to become someone completely different. I didn't have to be the girl that was getting bullied at school. I didn't have to be that person anymore. Like I finally found something that I could be someone else on. And okay. I'm not saying to like, you know, fake your identity because at that time I was like, I was like 10. I didn't know the real trouble behind that. You could get in a lot of trouble for doing that, can't you? Well, yeah, that's actually kind of illegal. <laughs> yeah, it's like taking someone's pictures. and I wasn't using their name, but I would take their pictures and use it as my own. And um, I would create like a whole entire different name for that person. <laughs> I never did that. So I never, I never did any like catfish type stuff. I did. Ah, it was pretty bad. You're it a was catfish. It was bad. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I was catfishing people. Oh no! Oh my god! Yeah. Um, no. So I never did anything like that. But there were things that I did where I would like pretend I was other people in like chat rooms and stuff oh, like god. that. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I got catfished too a couple really? times. Yeah. So all right. So this is, and this will date me a little bit too. Um, this was right around the time when Alicia Keys was first getting famous. Like when no one knew who she was at all. 
I was talking to someone in a chat room who claimed <laughs> to be Alicia Keys. Oh, I used to hate when people would do and, that. Oh and she would send me like music and stuff like that and uh, send me like websites that was like hosting the music and stuff like that. And then she was like, I'm going to get famous, so I'm not going to be talking to you anymore. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then like after that, immediately like Alicia Keys got famous. Like everyone knew her name. Was, and then like. Was that the real one? Well, I have no way of knowing. And I don't think it really was. I, I, it was probably just a fan, you know, who was like yeah. pretending to be her. And then, but like, so that's why I say I'm pretty sure I got catfished on that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't used to. Okay. When I was doing that, I didn't do it in a way to hurt other people, even though it has hurt people because. When I was catfishing, I would actually build relationships with people, like friendships and things that I never had before. And I was like, oh, my God, like being someone completely different has changed my whole life. Like now I have friends. I have people to talk to. I have, you know, boyfriends <laughs> because in school, uh, no guy wanted me. So it's like <laughs> I had boyfriends online. <laughs> <laughs> and friends online. So I was like, oh my God, this world is completely different. But I didn't mean to hurt anybody by doing that. Um, yeah, we had online girlfriends and stuff too. <laughs> so, and this is weird. I'm still friends with some of them on Facebook. So there was, yeah, I, I remember um, back in the day, me and my sister used to play The Sims when that was like, I know people still play that game. Um, but this is when it was like the original Sims, the first one, you know, the second one came out. And this is the first game that taught me how to do like modifications and games and stuff too. So I started modding the Sims and stuff like taught me a lot about like computers and stuff like that. Um, but one of the things that happened when I was in high school was the Sims online came out and me and one of my friends uh, got into it and we had a little house together and we started playing that. And I had a little online girlfriend online sim girlfriend i remember she broke up with me she was like she was like okay so sorry about that it clicked off okay but this is part two so he was talking about his little sims game so you want to continue um yeah no i was just saying that i had like a little sims girlfriend who had broken up with me and there were other little weird online relationships that I've formed and like some of these people I'm still like friends with on Facebook so it's like interesting how that kind of just became what it is now you know I don't know and that was related to what we were talking about previously somehow right <laughs> so yes we was talking about being other people and faking other people um, online. Uh, like I said, that was my only escape was just to be someone else. But I got in, in a lot of trouble behind that. I almost went to jail for that. <laughs> uh, yes, I almost someone like, well, I had a lot of people just threaten me to like call the cops and sue me and stuff. Now I, I actually had someone like literally almost call the cops on me. But see, when I was faking other people, I was faking other people with my friend because I met my friend online and she, she also had a problem with getting bullied as well. And so she would fake other people too. So we would do it together as, you know, 
something. <laughs> we would fake other people together. And so, yes, my friend actually had to talk to the girl that was trying to call the cops on me. And um, so she talked to her, calmed her down. I talked to her and she didn't, like, she didn't press charges on me because she understood why I did it. But yeah, so don't ever, okay. If you're getting bullied or you're having a hard time at home or school or whatever it is, and you're looking for an escape, do not, by all means, go online and pretend to be someone else because you could get in serious trouble and you may come across someone that's not as nice as the person that I came across. They may actually sue you. <laughs> yes. It's really, I didn't know, though, because I was 10. Oh, wow. I didn't know that I could get into a lot of trouble. Really, I was just doing it. But I didn't know the, the actual like trouble behind it. So when I was in high school, uh, my, my high school girlfriend used to go online and um, do, like, cyberbullying type stuff. Um, she would... I guess you'd call it flame is what it was called, right? Flaming. Um, flaming. Yeah, they were flaming websites and stuff like that, message boards, um, and making fun of people and stuff like that. Um, and I remember she got in trouble, uh, and this is I, I had gotten in trouble for printing out things and inappropriate things and bringing them in multiple times. Okay. So this is not you know to rag on her at all. Um, but she had printed out a conversation that she had had with somebody, which involved like fake cyber sex. And then her just oh. being like really kind of like mean to the person. Um, and her art teacher found it because she had accidentally left it in with her portfolio when she mm -hmm. submitted the portfolio to be graded. Mm -hmm. So, and she said it was like a, mortifying experience and she had to like go to the principal over it and all that stuff um like i said i got in trouble for doing that too like i had printed out a list of um really like raunchy and terrible jokes that i got in trouble for mm -hmm. um i got in trouble for printing out <clears throat> lyrics to very explicit songs i got in trouble for um Oh my God, there was this horrible joke and it was like so long. When I printed it out, it was like, it was like 15 pages long in total. It was huge. Wow. And like the punchline was that the punchline was you find out that the guy had actually been having sex with his dog. It was so bad. It was so bad. That's weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is weird. Um, yeah. Wow, I never did anything like that in school. I was actually, okay, would you say you were more like a jokester in school? So, no, I was kind of <laughs> quiet. There were some instances where I was, you know, trying to make people laugh, but I wasn't like a class clown or anything like that. Um, I was never the kid who was like interrupting the class to make jokes and getting in trouble like that. But I did occasionally do things that got me in trouble, and I did occasionally... I don't know. 
I was never like a particularly good student until the end of high school. And the only reason I started trying was because at the time my girlfriend was like, I want to date someone who's on the honor roll. So you should make the honor roll. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll like do my homework. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I was like, um, I was, always really good in school like with grades I feel like since I was getting bullied and I didn't have any friends I mean what what else could I focus on like we're so all my time was just in schoolwork really because it's not like I had any friends to go hang out with and you know skip class with or anything <laughs> so um I was a good kid I was I was always on time for my classes um, I would do my homework when I would understand it, but when I didn't understand, I would just like either bullshit it or I wouldn't do it at all. <laughs> oh my God. But overall I was a good student. Like I cared about, like, I feel like I cared too much about school. Um, I had a bad habit of not doing homework. Really? Yeah, I had a bad habit of not doing homework. I hard okay, like I, I did my homework a lot, but like I said, when I didn't understand I would just be like, fuck it, and then I wouldn't do it because I I would be stressing out too much and I <laughs> so yeah, I was like, No, I can't. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> um but yeah, so I don't know, I say like school was just really rough especially the hardest grade for me was seventh grade that was my worst year ever because that was when the bullying got crazy like I said when people was pushing me and stuff and all rumors being made and being cyber bullied that was in seventh grade <laughs> all that stuff happened in seventh grade yeah I I will never forget that year that year was terrible I, I wanted to like wow I don't <laughs> I wanted to just stay in my house I didn't there became a point where like I didn't even want to go to school like I would like I would beg my mom for her not to send me and like I didn't really tell anybody that I was getting bullied like I mean I I did but I didn't like it got to a point where in school, like, the principal started to find out um, because, like, it just got to the point where I was so emotional I couldn't be in class. So I would have to go to the principal's office. And so I would, like, live in that office. Like, literally, I was there every single day because people would bully me every day. And I would talk to him and express to him that I'm scared to go to school because the kids were making threats. Like, death threats <laughs> and all this other shit. So I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like, am I even safe going to school? Like, oh, they're probably going to kill me or something, you know, because they hated me that much. I wouldn't put it past them to try and freaking kill me. Um, So I was in there every single day and I told him I didn't want to, I didn't feel safe being at the school anymore. And why should a kid have to feel scared about going to school? That's not right at all. You should go to school and feel confident and safe, you know, at school where you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be safe at school. But that, that was just never my reality at school. 
I mean, I didn't like school. I don't think, I, I think the way that school is set up and then, you know, the way that the media reinforces it for kids too. Um, I, I feel like most kids don't have a chance when it comes to enjoying school. They're not, they're just not going to, um, you know? Um, and so I didn't like going to school, but at the same time, it did provide a social outlet for me where otherwise I wouldn't have always had one. Um, and I didn't really get bullied a lot, so I didn't get made fun of a lot. I did occasionally, but only in a way where, you know, it was like friends making fun of each other sort of type stuff. Um, so it wasn't that bad for me. Um, I know that I was discontent at the time and that I wished that I had more friends. Um, and I always felt that that was lacking, but with hindsight and perspective, I understand that that's just part of the human condition. I think is always wanting more and feeling like what you have isn't enough. Yes. <laughs> yes. I can agree to that. Um, well, I don't know. I, um, Uh, I feel like I wanted, like, yeah, like, I wanted friends. I wanted people to understand me. I felt like no one gave me a chance. Um, they would just, they would just pick on me. They would do all these terrible things to me. Um, and, yeah, I wanted friends. But then there became a time where it was like, do I even need friends? Like, <laughs> And that's when I started to become very socially awkward. <laughs> and that took over everything. Yeah, it wasn't just bullying. It was like, oh, I became socially awkward. And um, that was kind of hard, too. Because it's like, I feel like people would also bully me because I didn't know how to make friends. So they would see that as a weakness. And then... Not only did I get bullied at home, I mean, at school, but I got bullied at home as well. My brother would bully me because, like I said in my other uh, episode, I said I had mentioned the fact that my brother was making in front of me because I couldn't talk to people like how normal people talk to people. I couldn't make friends as easy as he could. So... You know, he would be like, oh, well, why can't you just talk to people? Like, it's that easy, okay? You can't say that to somebody that has never had an experience talking to other people. You can't say that to someone that's socially awkward. Uh, because it's like you're ask it's like asking a blind person to just see, like I had said in my other episode. So I feel like also that was bullying. My brother bullied me. <laughs> yes, my brother bullied me. I was like, okay, wow. So I got bullied at home and at school. So there was no escaping that. That sucks. That's yeah. Yeah. Um, did your family ever bully you? No. My family has been nothing but supportive. Hmm. That's good. That's good because, yeah, my brother, he, um, because we went to school together for a little bit. So, I would always try and make friends with his friends, but I don't even know why at this point, because 
he's like a totally different person for me. His social life was beyond different. Like he was a popular kid in school and I was the dork. <laughs> he was he was so popular. Everyone would love everyone loved him. So he would have no problem making friends. So it's like uh I wanted I wanted his friends. So then that also, you know, kind of like that was bad because his friends would his friends would bully me as well. And they would kind of take advantage of me. And I feel like I would let them in a way because I I wanted to know how it would feel to be a part of something more than what I had. You know, because all I had was emptiness. I didn't have anyone. So I would kind of let them take advantage of me in a way with sex. And we're not going to even go into that, into full detail with that. Um, Maybe I will speak about it in another episode, but I'm just going to mention it. So, (laughs) yeah. I don't know. I feel like I used sex as a... I guess, um, how do I say it? Yeah, and a way to bring people closer to me. Because I thought that that was going to happen. If I have sex with someone, then shouldn't they be in my life? Shouldn't, shouldn't that give me the ability to talk to people more and stuff like that? So it's like, you know, I was kind of like a little, uh, I'm not, I guess a little wild um, because I thought that that would bring me closer to people. But in reality, it didn't. Like, yeah, they would have sex with me and then they would leave. And then I'd be like, oh, my God, like, what happened? I thought I was supposed to, you know, be close with this person and then maybe uh, eventually become noticeable, you know, in school or something. I don't know. It was weird. I used sex as a very, very bad thing. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Now, have you ever used sex to get close to someone? Not really. I think it's it's a little different for me. Um, I think. Well, also, you know, when I was, well, my sex life is weird. Um, it's like, I feel like it's kind of atypical. I I lost my virginity, like, kind of young. And it was with a girl who was, like, really just out there and crazy and a little bit older than me. And um, she told me that she thought she was pregnant afterwards. Oh, and, God. Like, it was like a whole thing and tried to get, tried to get money from me. And then do you believe her when she said she thought she might be pregnant? She said she wanted to get like an abortion and she was trying to use that to get money from me. And I was like, this is like really weird. Um, so I was like, I guess like, let me take you, like, we'll go to the clinic together or something, you know? And she was like, well, maybe it's not even yours. You know, it could be this other guy's. And I was like, what? And I knew the other guy that she was talking about, too. So I, like, talked to him later. And I was like, you know, this girl, she told me something. You know, I feel like maybe. And then he told me later that she said the same thing to him, too. Uh, and that when he had reacted the same way 
that I did, she was like, well, maybe it's not even yours. You know, it could be. And she mentioned me. And then neither of us heard anything about that ever again after that. So I don't think she was actually pregnant. I think she wanted to see if she could get money from either of us using that. Probably. I mean, that's kind of like, uh, yeah, if she was going back and forth about it, then that doesn't sound very. It sounds, it sounds weird. Sounds suspicious, right? I mean, yeah, it kind of does. Like, I mean, to go back and forth like that, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear you didn't have a sex life like mine. Mine was very unhealthy (laughs) because even though I knew people was taking advantage of me, I would let them. And please don't ever do that. Like, don't. Don't feel the need to have sex with someone, to become closer to someone, to make friends with other people, because that's not how it works. They're going to have sex with you, and they're going to leave you. And you're going to be back to square one, and and even more pain than you already was, because it doesn't help. Um, Honestly, I feel like the best way to make friends is just to, I guess... Put yourself out there. I I feel like I never did that. Um, Try, like, different ways to make friends. Um, And honestly, I did find a different way to make friends. It was online. But I should have, you know, been myself, though. I was too afraid. I was under a fake profile. But (laughs) so... Make friends. Try different ways to make friends. Do it a healthy way. Don't do it in a negative, in a bad way. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Yeah, I think that the internet is a good way to make friends, too. Um, and, like, I have met people through, like, dating apps and stuff mm-hmm. like that who just turned into friends who I'm, like, still friends with, too. Mm-hmm. And I have met people just, like, through Facebook in general, you know, through, like... Um, community apps and stuff like that um that kind of stuff and like you know and and i got uh, a facebook account back when they were brand new when they first came out and in order to get one you had to have a college email address and i i feel like i'm a hypocrite for having a facebook for so long too um because back when i was in high school everybody had myspace Right, everybody yeah, was using my MySpace. Space. Oh my god, don't even get me started with that. <laughs> I wanted a MySpace so bad, but my brother was like trying to control me, and he was like, "No, you can't have MySpace." And I think, what did I have? I think I had, I think I had a MySpace before I had a Facebook, because um, I I wanted it so bad. Like I thought it was so cool. Like the layout was so cool and everything. I thought it was so freaking cool. I miss those days. MySpace taught a generation of kids how to code, too. It was interesting. <laughs> but I always, like, made fun of people who had MySpaces. And I was always, like, not about I was like, why would you do that? That's so dumb, MySpace. And then, like, my senior year of high school after I graduated, my, my girlfriend had a friend um, who was like, oh, my brother, uh, his roommate is this guy, Mark Zuckerberg, and you have to get what? this thing called Facebook. 
And Wait, that was her roommate? No, 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 not my girlfriend's roommate. <laughs> my uh -huh. girlfriend had a friend who she had met uh -huh. at a summer school program that she had gone to the previous summer at Harvard. Uh -huh. And his brother was ostensibly Mark Zuckerberg's roommate. And that's why I have a Facebook is because he was like, everybody's going to have this. You should have this. And at the time, I knew that I was going to college and that I had two roommates and I had been able to contact one of them. And we had kind of worked out what we were going to bring uh, in order to fill our room with, you know, stuff to keep us entertained. And the other one I hadn't been able to contact. Uh, and so when my um, girlfriend's friend had made me... Uh, create this Facebook account, uh, the, at the time, the way Facebook was created, you could only do it with a college email address and you could only, um, I think see, well, no, you could, you could friend people in different college networks, but you could only see people, um, who you weren't directly friends with, um, within your college because that's the way that it was structured, I think at the time. And, um, I found my other roommate through Facebook and I was like, Oh, Hey, the number that they provided for you was disconnecting. He was like, Oh yeah. My family was like, we're not using a landline anymore. So why do we even have this? We're only using our cell phones. So he gave me a cell phone number. We were able to coordinate. So it was useful uh, in that sense. But I mean, I, uh, I, I kind of feel like a hypocrite for using Facebook because I used to make fun of people for having a MySpace. Right. Well, wow. Yeah. Anyways, to wrap this up, because we only have a few minutes left, because uh, I could only record for 30 minutes on my laptop, which freaking sucks, because on my phone, I could record for like an hour or two. Um, that's why I always used to use my phone. <laughs> but so to wrap it up with bullying and everything, um, if you're if you're going through bullying, like if you're being bullied right now, um, it's going to be OK. Eventually, you won't ever have to see those people ever again. Like after high school, you'll go your different ways. Um, I don't know. Maybe you'll move out of state. Maybe they'll move out of state. You'll never see them again. <laughs> so you don't have to feel bad about it. Yeah. And, and to touch on something else, too, that we were talking about earlier, because we were saying, you know, people who get bullied a lot are a lot more likely to hurt themselves than seek revenge. Mm -hmm. um, as cliche as it sounds, the whole suicide thing, because we were talking about that. I want to say, you know, always a very permanent solution to temporary problems. Mm -hmm. And that's something to always keep in mind. All right. Like I said, you won't have to see them again. Um, things happen. And things change. Yeah. Circumstances change. Things get better. Like in eighth grade, my bullies moved away. They went to a different school. Eighth grade, I mean, it was fine. I wasn't getting tormented like I was in seventh grade. So it was well, seventh grade, I was thinking, like, oh my gosh, like I'm gonna die. Like I I, I wanna die. Like I was thinking all these terrible things. And I was like, it's never gonna stop. It's because I mean it was happening since like third grade all the way into like seventh grade. Uh, but seventh grade was like the worst year yet. But I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I was panicking, freaking out. I didn't want to go to school, nothing. Everything was bad in my life. And then eighth grade, it got better. Like, I mean, yeah, I was still kind of hard on myself with school, but my bullies weren't there anymore to torment me. So it gets better. Always remember that it gets better. Like, 
I mean, regardless, you're still bullying still is going to happen um, in high school, out of high school, college. It's going to happen. It's going to follow you. Um, I kind of still get bullied, especially at work. I get bullied. In the workplace. <laughs> yes. Bullying at the workplace. I get bullied over there. Bosses will do it. And yeah. Coworkers can do it. And, right. But remember, in the workplace, you have rights. And people can't do that kind of shit to you and get away with it. Once you're an adult, you have recourse. You can go to your human right. resources department. And be right. Ready. Well. Um, and I know it's not as simple as that always, but. Yeah. It, it, it's, um. but yeah, you're, regardless, bullying still follows you everywhere, but it, it gets better. So anyways, to wrap this up, we are going to say goodbye. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the podcast. Uh, sorry, it got cut into two. I didn't know I had a time limit on this thing. So <laughs> I love you guys. Make sure to follow me at Cupcake XOXO HAN, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. Bye.